0: One of my favorite concepts that I learned long ago, and that has helped me and so many of those I work with expand themselves and improve their businesses and careers in life is this. Life only gets as good as you can stand it. Think about it. Life only gets as good as we can stand it. We can talk about wanting more health, increased peace, increased income or rest, more love, more impact, more happiness. But if we're not prepared for receiving it. If we're not comfortable with the additional thing coming into our world, and this part is key, in advance, we're not going to be able to experience or achieve or attract it. Or once we do, we won't be able to maintain it. And this concept of upper limiting is one of my favorite to shine a light on. And today we're going to unravel it a little bit further so that you know how to identify if and when you're having an upper limit problem, how to overcome it when it does happen, and even a couple of ways to catch it before it strikes. This is key for any individual who desires to make changes or to grow and progress in their work, in their life, their relationships at any stage. You are listening to episode 103 of the Playing Flat Podcast with Rita Hyland. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you wanna take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so excited to talk about our topic today. I have to admit, it is one of my favorites. And the reason is because once we understand this topic of upper limiting, the science behind it, and how to overcome these invisible caps we put on our levels of success and happiness without even knowing it, then we can blow the roof off of limiting ourselves any longer. Many individuals find it it's like parting the seas so that you can walk straight into it and claim that thing that you have been wanting that maybe has been at arm's distance for far too long. By understanding this problem that we all face At some point or many, many points in our life, as long as we're seeking to grow, it will help you break through areas where you may have plateaued in your growth or in your pursuits, in your business, or even in your relationships. Again, this topic is all about upper limiting. You may have heard me talk about it before, but I was thinking about it again recently while I was talking to a man who has been working towards a dream of his for a long time. And he touched in with me and let me know that everything is charging ahead. Everything's going his way. He's landed a job that is one of his most desirable jobs in the industry. And many would die for this opportunity. His family's excited for the change. He's doubling his salary. He's getting to leave an environment that was no longer a good fit for him. The stars were aligning, but he was noticing that he would be short for no reason with his family or with his spouse, that he was causing other little internal problems for himself when everything was going so well. Then before he was set to make the move, his house had sold effortlessly. He was getting time off as he had much needed for some restoring, re-energizing. And then interestingly, he fell and broke his leg. But this is the thing, not just in any old place, in the shower. A lackluster story, yeah? Nothing caused it. This is how crazy and powerful it is the mind is, the brain is, the subconscious is at holding us back. You may say this is coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences. Things are at work and we are creating them at all times. And this is science. This isn't just philosophy. And I'll show you that in a minute. What we know is that we humans are happiest when we are growing and when we're progressing, but progress inherently requires us to change. And you and I both know that change, no matter how much we want, it can still feel overwhelming. The reason is actually not our fault. It's that we have an evolutionary honed response to change, which is that we're always pulled back toward the familiar, not to change at all. We're pulled to what we know, even if that is not what we want or it's not that great. To further explain this, it's like when we were hunter-gatherers and something was different, it meant uncertainty, and uncertainty meant death. Therefore, that part of the brain has been conditioned for over 2 million years to rebut, rebuke change and uncertainty. And to do that, how that shows up in our life as someone who wants change, even though there's a part of our brain that doesn't, is it goes about sabotaging us. and. When everything is going well, it is as though the threshold, our thresholds are going higher for more happiness or goodness or whatever, but the brain actually can't handle it and it will unwittingly do something to bring us back down. Now, this term I'm referring to comes from a favorite book of mine called The Big Leap and Gay Hendricks is the author of it and he coined first the term upper limit. And since then, I think it's become a verb almost. It's, you know, are you upper limiting? This becomes clearer, this whole entire conversation, when we understand that each of us has this internal thermometer for how much career success or wealth or happiness or love and intimacy we will let ourselves experience. And that's our upper limit setting or our success comfort zone. So when we exceed this limit and our career or our business or life gets a fabulous result, say you land a client or you develop a new product or you get that long-awaited job, like in the case of the man I was telling you about or the relationship, we unconsciously sabotage ourselves and drop back to the old familiar place where we feel in control. This is perhaps very easy to understand when you think about oftentimes people lose weight and it's they lose five or 10 pounds. And then somehow it's like this setting, it's this threshold. Month later, two months later, they find that they're back where they were. It's not a coincidence. And there's no need to blame or shame ourselves. This is just what our unconscious brain does when it is left unattended to. Understand, and this is really key, that this is not you. It is your unconscious reptilian, two-million-year-old brain that is pulling you back into the familiar. This is a mechanism of self-sabotage, and it's the brain's subconscious way of staying in its comfort zone, the one that it's familiar with. So if, for instance, we're not accustomed to feeling good for long stretches of time, the mind will register that as dangerous. If we're not accustomed to great amounts of surplus or abundance, again, the mind will register this as dangerous when our bank account starts growing, and then in an effort to reduce the cognitive dissonance or that too much goodness, it will do something to bring what it knows back, even if that's not that great. so it's like this this homeostasis, this place where we feel comfort, even as much as we know we want to grow and progress and to experience higher levels of our you know our full evolution, our higher levels of consciousness it's a real push pull. I talk about individual specific upper limit problems, often because I have found that it is a very big block and a threat to individual success and happiness. And the problem's made even worse because it's not usually accurately diagnosed. Oftentimes we'll say, oh, yeah, I broke my leg. That always happens to me. Something good happens, something bad always happens to me. Or that's the way life is. Not really. That's the way your brain is. That's the way your brain works. And it's powerful because not only does it identify again that something's dangerous, it will actually move you to behave in a way without you even realizing it so subtly so slyly that it brings you back to as i said the familiar we humans can't stand things as good as we say we want them we think we want more we think we're open to it but we we don't or we want it but we don't have our mind on board is really what's happening before you say read i really can't handle more ease and time and money and beauty and my environment and less stress Hear me out. Because what's keeping you from your next level of happiness or your health or your career, that area that's remaining stuck, more impact, more ease, whatever that is, it has nothing to do really with the circumstances. It has everything to do with your brain and what your brain is willing to allow. So once you get your brain on board, it will allow you to experience and have what it is that you want. Not only does it help your external reality show up in a different way, but You also will experience a ton more energy and years of your life working harder for something no longer has to be, especially years of your life working for something hard that can't happen unless you raise your limit of the amount of happiness success that you're willing to have in. can't tell you how many times I'm in conversation with people and they have answers and opportunities right in front of them that they refuse to see. And it's for no other reason that that is actually not comfortable. And so the brain won't even let them identify it. But eventually we do. And they can see that this is a complete upper limit problem. In other words, you will not have better health or ease. You'll not have greater peace or income. And you will not increase your impact or your happiness more than you can stand. So it's an especially important concept right now, in my opinion, in our fast-paced lives where many are seeking to maintain control in a world that is completely out of control and that is volatile and ever-changing at the very minimum. Our subconscious minds, our brains are on high alert and revolting. When we understand this problem and how to overcome it, we are able to overcome so much more than just the the accomplishment or the experience that we eventually allow in. But what you'll find is that these areas of your work, your home, your relationship, your life, where you previously had problems, what's most interesting is people find that they seem to clear up without you even working on them directly. If you notice that you have this condition, this diagnosis, and I'll tell you how to spot it in just a moment here, there are some simple ways to change it. It does require you to raise your happiness threshold, your satisfaction threshold. It really needs you to move that invisible glass ceiling that Gay Hendricks refers to. I'll show you ways to do this and to recognize the sabotage when it happens, and then to also get comfortable being uncomfortable. First, let's look at your current threshold on abundance of success and happiness. The way that you know what your current threshold is, is to take a look at your life right now, where you are right now. Let's do finances. Take a look at your bank account and where that's at. You can stand no more in your financial situation than the way it is right now. Otherwise, it would be reflecting that in reality. Look at your relationships with your partner or the amount of time you have for yourself or the ease or not that you have in your day. You can't stand any of these things being better than they are now or they'd be where you want them to be. Remember, success from the inside out, success is an inner game. And when we change our inner world, our external reality begins to reflect it. So how do you know you have an upper limit problem? You know you have an upper limit problem when what you want remains elusive, or when you get it, you can't seem to maintain it. I just had an example of this. I was told somebody wanted to have different kinds of clients and that I fit that bill. And so they made the connection. Contact of mine referred me to a person. I scheduled the meeting. And this just happened within the past few hours. It was difficult to find the the person, because the wrong address was listed on the website. And then when I called to clarify the address, the person told me that they were running an hour behind. And could I come back an hour later? Well, I was 40 minutes into this journey already, and I couldn't come back. So this person lost their ideal client. And it happens. We all do it. It's not about blame and shame, as I mentioned. But when we're not able to catch what's happening in advance or as it's going on, one of two things happens. We either blame external circumstances and say, this happened to me because the schedule went wrong or or something, or we do get lost in a lot of blame and shame, and we do get really hard on ourselves. What we have to recognize is that unless we're able, from a brain space, to understand what's really going on and where it all begins, we'll constantly be working on symptoms and on using the wrong medicine to create or to heal that aspect or part of the, our world that we're looking to change. There are so many examples, it's mind-boggling. So I need you to be on the lookout for when you might be making things more complex or difficult than they need to be. Notice when things are going well and you start to complain or finding things that are wrong or broken, simply to create that comfort level because there's too much ease or there's too much happiness or there's too much abundance going on. Notice if you say you want your days to go in a certain direction of greater calm but then you jump in things you don't need to be in where you say yes to more than you have time for you waste time on social media just so that you're pushing things to the edge because that's what your brain's comfortable for even if it's miserably comfortable it's comfortable there you we have to be aware that if we want to change a pace for example or a, a life work life balance or work life situation that we need to be able to spot where it is that we are unconsciously sabotaging ourselves And that is because we're not comfortable with the reality we say we desire. So what's the remedy? Again, the first step is to become aware that you have an upper limit problem. Recognize it. That's step one. You'll notice it when something you want, as I said, remains at an arm's distance or when you can't maintain it. Two, get comfortable with the new reality you desire by acknowledging what is already great in your life. You know, if you want to change your health, for example as opposed to saying, this is where I'm lacking, look at what your body has done for you. Look at what health you do have. If you are someone who's constantly wants to increase, maybe it's your financial stability or picture, be grateful for what it is that you already have in your bank account. If it's relationships, tell the friends that you do have that you're grateful for them. When we recognize and are focused on what we do have as opposed to the lack and scarcity, This is one way that our brain gets more comfortable with what it does have and and being able to experience more. Step three is visualize it with feeling as if it's already occurred. In other words, prepare yourself mentally and emotionally to accept the win that you want. If you're someone who is constantly moving, but claim that you want to have more space or calmer days, familiarize yourself with what that would look like. Feel it, see it, imagine it in advance. That is the way that your subconscious will get comfortable and allowing it to be. The fourth step is to talk directly to your subconscious. When you notice it's making things complex or more difficult or altogether keeping you from being successful, you can say, hey, we're okay. Because remember, the subconscious thinks that you're in danger of a change. It does not want it to happen. And The closer that you get, the more it will put the brakes on you, and the more it will unwittingly sabotage you and cause you to do things and make poor choices. Remind your subconscious this is that talking directly to it that we can handle this next level of success or happiness or ease, whatever it is. You no need to mess this up. We can stand at this good. We'll be okay. Except in this extraordinary relationship or this extraordinary level of health, we can maintain it. We don't need to go back. We don't need to to go back and plateau. So accept this extraordinary by continuously leaning into it and feeling comfortable, whatever it is that you can experience higher levels of your potential without bumping up against that false ceiling. What's important to understand is that, and you can probably start to see is that the subconscious mind and the ways we employ an upper limit are subtle. So you must be awake and committed to change it. Your thoughts, your behaviors those things that are running against what it is that you say that you want. And it happens all of the time. We say we want something and we might even get it for a little bit. But then we will slyly, our brain will slyly take us back to our existing threshold of comfort. To get your brain to get comfortable, you have to communicate with it in the way that it understands. And that, again, is through imagery and emotion. The bottom line is life really does get only as good as you can stand it. Success is this inside job. And when you expand your inner world, then your outer reality reflects that back to you. It reflects back that greatness. Raising, and I would say this is my fifth recommendation, is raise our upper limit of positivity and ease and balance and abundance and love means leaning into it, leaning into the unfamiliar that comes with change. But this task, like I said, requires some serious commitment. So this week, focus on raising your current upper limit by 5%. That's my suggestion is instead of stressing out your subconscious when it's saying, hell no, take that invisible ceiling that keeps you maintaining in an area where you want to change. Maybe you allow for 5% more self-care, 5% more ease in your day, 5% more peace in your relationships, 5% more money in your pocket, maybe 5% more success or confidence as you sit at the table. Just chunk it down. As they say, what is 5% more when you begin your day just on a daily basis? What's 5% more ease if that's the thing that you're looking for? 5% more calm look like? And get yourself comfortable with that in advance and then watch how that seems to open up for you in the day because you have raised your upper limit or your ceiling. You know, the easiest example is the one where, you know, you can have all these lotto winners and they come into extreme amounts of new income and and wealth and that research shows that 90% of them 2 years later have returned to their same level of wealth that they had prior to their winning and that's another example of how you know but it's just a bold one of of how we can say we want something but we we aren't conditioning ourselves we aren't working with our subconscious which does not like change how it will revolt and will really sabotage us. This is the science of sabotage. When we get the science of sabotage, then we can do something about it. We learn to work with ourselves. We learn from that self intelligence how to really leverage our strength, our power, and our gifts. When you choose to look at life through the lens of possibility and get comfortable with it being that good, You'll not only feel happier and be more at peace, your brain will work on reducing that cognitive dissonance and make things better. And here's the deal without you even being conscious that it's doing it, you will make new choices subconsciously. You'll see new opportunities, you'll find new answers, and you'll see that it was all already available to you anyway. You just had to flip the switch. And one, remind your subconscious that you're okay, that you're safe, that this change is not dangerous in every moment as it's moving toward, you're moving towards the progress. And lean into it. Let's review the steps to overcoming an upper limit problem when you spot it. Diagnose it correctly. This is an upper limit problem. The second one is acknowledge what you already have in that area and how grateful you are for it. The third is to get comfortable with the next reality you want in advance by imagining it Already happening, and how comfortable you are in that experience. The fourth is to talk your subconscious down, right? Calm it down, reassure it that this change is not dangerous, it's okay, and you're safe. And the fourth is to start small. Move your threshold for happiness or success just at 5%. Just 5% is an amount your subconscious can handle. The next morning, see that additional 5% better. Your call to action: Commit to raising your upper limit in at least one area of your life this week. Think about it right now. What is your one area that just jumps out at you that you'd like to increase and move your threshold for greatness in? Doesn't matter what it is, move that ceiling or your previous threshold up. Then watch the additional happiness and the success move in in the next five days. I hope this is as helpful for you as it has been for scores of others. If it was, share it with a friend, maybe a family member, a colleague. When you raise your upper limit and you help others to do the same, you raise the health and happiness of our world. I am grateful for you being a part of this community. Be well until we meet back here next time. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to breakthrough at Rita Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.